transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Once again, you filthy, rotten hot dogs. I gotta stop calling you that. You're just regular hot dogs, I know. Uh, either way, welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Contemplation. Yes, I happen to be your host, Old Heart, a.k.a. Jared, a.k.a. whatever. Either way, today I have a special guest, a special friend. Uh, not like that kind of special friend. Just, you know, somebody. Uh... Here to do an ongoing uh, segment or episode series uh, for Coffee and Contemplation. Uh, Cliff H. Anger uh, is here to read some excerpts from his favorite uh, literary uh, endeavors. And like I said, hopefully we can get him in to do a little more often. But anyway, I'm going to pass it off uh, to my friend Cliff. Thank you, Mr. Old Heart. It's good to be here. This is my first podcast ever. Chapter 3. In the offices of the San Francisco Chronicle at 5th and Mission Streets, I joined two editorial writers, Temp Peck and Al Hyman, in the editorial conference at 10 with the newspaper's publisher, Charles de Young We met each morning to discuss the news and to decide on the topics for the next day's editorial page. I would scan the papers six cartoon roughs and the editors would select one. After I redrew it in ink on the illustration board, it would be the editorial cartoon the next edition. It was to this office that the first letter from the Vallejo killer arrived, signed only with a crossed circle symbol. 
In addition, the killer had enclosed a cipher message composed of uh, arcane symbols. A long tradition exists of writers and artists attempting to solve true crimes in their works of fiction. From Poe, The Mystery of Murray Ruggo, and Mary Robert Reinhardt, and the first mate from Murder Case, to Arthur Conan Doyle and Agatha Christie, who was instrumental in solving an actual Akhenat poisoning case. Oscar Wilde and the 19th century British painter Walter Sigurd both claimed to know who Jack the Ripper really was. Wilde planted clues in his picture of Dorian Gray and Sigurd hid references to the killer in his portraits of knife murders. In recent years, for a brief time, Sigurd was actually a ripper suspect himself. This was in the back of my mind as I looked at the small printing on the letter. strangeness 
ensnared me, irretrievably, irretrievably hooked, immediately obsessed. I wanted to solve what I felt was to become one of the great mysteries. The letter in blue felt-tip pen read, Dear Editor, This is the murderer of the two teenagers last Christmas at Lake Herman and the girl on the 4th of July near the golf course in Vallejo. To prove I killed them, I shall state some facts which only I and the police know. Christmas. The brand name of ammo was Super X. Ten shots were fired. The boy was on his back with his feet to the car. The girl was on her right side feet to the west. Fourth July, girl was wearing patterned slacks. The boy was also shot in the knee. Brand name of ammo was Western. Over. Here is part of a cipher. The other two parts of the cipher are being mailed to the editors of the Vallejo Times and San Fran Examiner. I want you to print this cipher on the front page of your paper. In this cipher is my identity. If you do not print this cipher by the afternoon of Friday, 1st of August, 1969, I will go on a killing rampage Friday night. I will cruise around all weekend killing lone people in the night, then move on to kill again until I end up with a dozen people over the weekend. The San Francisco
Francisco Examiner and the Vallejo Times Herald also received the sinister letter with very slight variations. And one third of the complete code. This has been Cliff H. Anger with coffee and contemplation. Keep your stick.